Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Hello and welcome back. Um, I'm happy to be here talking to you guys today. I don't know, it feels like I haven't recorded something in a while. Um, hopefully you don't feel that way. <laughs> Episodes have still been coming out every week, but I feel like it's been a while since I actually recorded one. So um, this is my first recording of the new year and I'm excited to come here and talk to you guys today. Um, I wanted to talk about honesty, um, specifically when it comes to PR and why it is so important. I think, I think it is so important in anything related to business. I think any, any business owners need to be careful to always be honest. Um, but especially in PR. And I think that that comes up as an issue because people don't always see PR as a very honest, um, industry or PR people as honest people or the tactics as honest (laughs) things. Um, but really they should be, especially if you're, if you want to be successful, I know, you know, there is that, I don't know, in the past, I guess, and in certain, certain, obviously in certain, you know, companies, certain industries, um, and in certain, you know, ways that people have carried things out in the past, you'll have heard of, you know, PR people not being the most honest or people not being the most honest with their PR campaigns, things like that. Um, I think that almost always backfires. So I feel like it's worth talking about why I think that honesty is so important, especially in PR. Um, because I really think, you know, even if there is something that you don't want to be super honest about or that you want to almost like, um, you know, fudge a little bit to make it sound a little better or something sound a little different or whatever it is, um, because you think it will make you be more successful, right? Um, even if it makes you be more successful right now or for a little while, I just, I just think, you know, it's never going to last. That's never going to last and it's going to have more harm than good and people aren't going to trust you. And that is so detrimental I think when it comes to business in general, when it comes to any of your future PR endeavors, for sure. Um, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this kind of in most, in most things that we talk about in PR, it kind of has to do with two different kind of two different ways to think about it. Right. We're talking about honesty when it comes to actually reaching out to journalists, when it comes to actually contacting editors and telling them, you know, what your story is need to be very honest. And we're also thinking about the final story, right? Like what's coming out in front of your audiences? What are people actually, you know, hearing and seeing about you as a company? And we want that to be honest. And obviously, you know, they're very related because if you're dishonest to in your first pitch with the writer, um, 
you know, what gets out there about your company is also probably not going to be totally true. But I think you can, you know, you can think about it kind of both ways. Um, and they're both just as important. And I'm going to kind of talk about it in both ways, um, like both reasons, like why it matters when it comes to your initial outreach and why it matters when it comes to what people are actually going to see about your company. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really all comes down to, it's just not worth it. Um, when it comes to, you know, boasting or trying to make yourself sound better than you are or whatever, more something than you are, more anything, more, you know, bigger, more successful, higher revenues, more, um, you know, giving back to the community or, um, any of those, anything that you might be like, we want to sound a little bit better than we are or something, you know? And I feel like that's the, and the reason I'm kind of thinking about that one first is because I think that's sort of the most common thing, um, that comes up for people. Cause even, you know, well-intentioned businesses and business owners and PR teams, um, can fall into that trap sometimes. And because we, want to feel that we're doing good, right? We want to feel that we're doing something as, as well as we can and that we're newsworthy, that there's reason that people should care. Right. And I think that's why it's something that's kind of easy to get tripped up with because, you know, as a PR person, what I'm always saying to you or to clients is, okay, so where, you know, what is going to make this a really great story? Why would they want to talk to you rather than someone else? Right? Why should they want to talk to you or include you in your article? And so, and what we're really getting at there is like, what is it about you that is unique? What is it about you? That's maybe better than anyone else. Like those kinds of things. And those kind of questions can, um, I think sometimes when you think, you know, you want to obviously sound like the person who's worth talking to, but not at the expense of boasting beyond what's realistic. Um, so I think it's, it's being careful to be really honest with yourself too. You know, what really is the thing that makes you stand apart? What really is the reason that you should be included in these articles or that somebody should be interested in including you in their publication and be really honest with yourself in terms of, you know, I think, you know, sometimes we definitely err on the side of, sometimes we definitely err on the side of downplaying our accomplishments or our achievements or, or the great things that we're doing in the world. Like I know that's definitely something a lot of us kind of struggle with more so than boasting. But on the other hand, um, you want to think about what really are the amazing things that you're doing? Why are you worthy, but not take it too far so that you end up actually almost making it sound bigger than it really is, more important than it really is, more whatever, more anything. Um, and, and not to say like, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an example off the top of my head. Um, not that you'll be like, oh, we're well, no. Okay. <laughs> like it has, it has to be concrete. Like, I'm not just saying like, you can't be like, oh, I'm the, um, okay. Never mind. I can't think of an example. Cause everything I'm thinking of <laughs> is something that is actually quantifiable. I didn't think to jot down an example when I was thinking about this, but right. Like you can't say like, you're the biggest company, you know, in your city that does this. If it's not true, you can't say they re- you know, make it sound like your revenue is higher than it is. You shouldn't make it sound like your team is bigger than it is. Um, if that's, you know, something that's an important part of your business story. Um, because your story is only as good as what you can back it up with. And people do find out people know enough people will know or enough people will find out or enough people will 
question it that it's really not going to end up being in your favor because when people then do whatever, you know, contact you to get in touch about your services and you actually don't have like, I don't know, the team to support their project or, um, whatever it is, you know, when the writer comes back to you, you know, thinking about just in pitching this to the writer and they come back to you and then they want those specifics because the specifics are what rounds out the story, right? So if you've kind of boasted something about, and I don't know about the word boasted, like maybe that's the wrong word, but I think you, what I'm trying to get across is like, not saying that you're necessarily like outright blatantly trying to like lie about something, but kind of making it sound a little bit better than it is. is sort of what I'm thinking about almost like inflating your story a little bit to make it sound more interesting, but they're going to come back to you and they're going to ask for the specifics, especially if you kind of touched on certain things. Like if you made it sound like your business has been very successful monetarily or like a higher revenue than usual or compared to competitors or something like that. Like if you mention money or finances or, or prices, they're going to want those specifics. Cause that might be what that like is what makes an interesting story. A lot of times to writers is being able to, to dive into those specifics. So if they come back and ask for some more details on that and either you can't you can't back it up. You can't show them, you can't tell them or, or what you show them is not (laughs) aligned with what you said initially. Like that looks awful. And they're not going to want to work with you honestly ever again after something like that, because you've wasted their, not only have you wasted their time in making them come back to you, you know, to have that conversation. And then turns out there's not a story there, but you've also, they're going to think you try to pull one over on them. Cause what if they hadn't come back to you for more specifics and they had somehow, you know, put together a whole story based on your pitch and it turned out to not be totally truthful. They're going to feel like you pulled one over on them and took advantage of them and they're not going to want to work with you ever again. So, so all that to say, like there are many reasons why that is not going to be in your favor, even if you somehow do end up with like a good pod, like positive sounding media story that comes out one time. Um, because you're never going to get that again (laughs) if it turns out to have not been super true. Um, and people only give you one chance, whether that's the, again, the writer or the editor who you've pitched to and they find out that you've been not actually pitching them a good story or that you're inflating your pitch, or if it's, you know, potential customers or clients who maybe see a great article about you and think that your company or your business is one way. And then when they get involved, you know, they buy something or reach out or whatever that is that your action that you wanted them to take is, and then they find out it's not true. Like that's not going to make them feel good. They're not going to give you another chance after that either. They're not going to want to buy your thing or take part in your company in any way. So I just think it's really important to think about that. Think about the long game. It's not just what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, and it's just not worth it. And your actions speak louder than words. So you don't really want a story to come out. That's like, I don't know, making it sound like you do this or that. And then in reality, like people just don't see it happening. Like, you know, making it sound like, like, you know, making it sound like you get back to charity or something, but then in reality, you know, maybe you made it sound like you did some big event or donated all this money or something like that. And then in reality, like that's all, that's public, you know, public information. And they, you, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
like annual report comes out from the charity and like it shows that you're in like the $20 donation like section, <laughs> you know, like just those kinds of things. Like it looks bad and your actions speak louder than words. People will see what you're doing. People will find out about it. So not worth it. Um, and that kind of comes into how people can tell because, because again, I just think people always find out, maybe not everyone, um, but I think in general people can tell, people can tell if you're being disingenuous, people can tell if you're inflating your story, if you're boasting, if you're not being truthful. Um, I just think the truth always comes out eventually and you have to give people credit for, you know, people pick up on more than you think. Um, this is also, also kind of going back, I think, um, did an episode, did an episode recently on kind of being in the right mindset for PR and reaching out to media, um, for PR on behalf of your company. And I can't remember exactly what we called it, but, um, oh, it was about magnetic, um, like why some people are more magnetic, um, and a lot of what I talked about in that episode was that people really can pick up on your energy and people can tell if you really fully, truly stand behind what you're saying and if you really, truly stand behind your, your business and your company. Um, and I think it, it works both ways. People can really pick up on it if you don't feel totally truthful about what you're saying and because it's going to feel a little uncomfortable to you too. I mean, I think that you're probably not going to sound as convincing as you would if you think it's, you know, as if you know something is true versus if you feel like you're maybe walking the line even on, you know, honesty with what you're talking about. And so I think people really do pick up on that. And, you know, it doesn't sound as convincing. You don't have your full energy behind it. People can tell. And they're just not going to, even if they can't tell in a way where they're like, oh, this is like not true, or this is not, you know, the specifics of the story don't quite match up or aren't exactly right, they can pick up on you not being truthful, I think. So, and again, not everybody, but I think most smart, kind of insightful people can kind of tell that kind of stuff. So it's just again, not worth it. Um, and you know, kind of going back to writers specifically too, um, it, it just really ruins the credibility. And I kind of mentioned like that they're not, you know, they only give you one chance. They're not going to want to work with you ever again, if they don't think that you're necessarily being really honest with them. But yeah, writers, writers really want to work with you if they can, if they want to be able to trust your info and the story and know that you can, give them information one time and they can put together a story from it, right? As easily as possible without having come back to you for more information or more details. You're providing details and that they know they can really, really run with them to write a story, but also that the story itself, like the pitch itself just like is true. Cause even if we're not getting into specifics of details, right? Even if you're not like blatantly lying about like, you know, numbers or how many sales you made or something like that, even if it's just the pitch being not fully honest about the situation, like, or trying to, again, kind of going back to trying to make it sound bigger or better than it is, they 
that's not nice. Like (laughs) they're not going to want to do that story. Or if they do, they're going to, they're not going to trust you again later. So the story isn't going to be as impressive as you made it sound. They're not going to want to go with it. Um, and they're not going to want to, yeah, it just ruins your credibility with them. And that's really all there is to say about that. Um, and again, if the story does run somehow, because it's, you know, sounded really realistic, really real, the writer did kind of fall for it and they went with it, the customers are going to feel taken advantage of. Um, and that's, you know, just as bad. So I think one thing to keep in mind too is how to tell if you've been honest and how to tell if you've been really clear in something you're putting out there in a pitch or yeah, I'm thinking specifically like in a pitch or like any materials that you're putting out there because I guess what I'm thinking about is it's not necessarily like sometimes being like clarity, clarity even being unclear about something can almost come across sort of dishonest, I guess is what I'm think- trying to say. Um, or just not being as clear as you could be. Um, you know, if you're allowing people to take the wrong impression from what you're putting out there, I guess is kind of what I'm thinking about. Because that's another way. Like, again, I don't think really anyone listening to this podcast is blatantly lying to people. Like, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying, like, don't lie in your pitches. I don't really think that anybody's going to. I'm really trying to get at going a level deeper where it's just maybe unclear or giving a different impression or something like that, because I think that's really the majority of the time where we would fall into this. Um, And again, I think, you know, not to say anybody's a horrible person, but I think that this comes from you know, needing to feel like you're trying, you needing to own what's great about you and what does set you apart. And that sometimes we can get a little into that and be like almost exaggerating, um, in terms of what's going on. So I'm thinking when you go back to read your pitch, you know, again, just thinking about the pitch itself specifically. Um, but again, I think this is applicable for anything and everything you put out there, any of your marketing an email newsletter, a blog post, if it's like about you, whatever, um, read it as if you've never heard it before, never heard of your company before, never heard this pitch before, as if you're a complete outsider, who's just come across this piece of writing for the very first time, because and actually, I suggest this for really any pitch you ever put out in general, not just for like the honesty um, check, but because they think, you know, that's one of the hardest things, especially in doing PR yourself or even for any company that you feel really, um, you know, a part of and that you've been like in for a long time because you already know, right? You already have all the impressions of what the company is, what it's about, what you're doing. You already know all of those things. And sometimes we write about things as if everybody else already knows those things, but no, but you have to assume they don't. So read it as if you've literally never heard of your company before, never seen this pitch before. Does it make total sense? And does it feel 100% correct? Is there any way that somebody would get the wrong impression? Like, from any part of it. Is there any way that something doesn't make total sense? They wouldn't get 
know exactly what kind of business this is or what you're doing or what the pitch specifically is about. Think about those things in a really, really honest way um, to yourself to see what you think. Because again, sometimes we just like write a pitch and realize it just either doesn't include all the specifics that you would need in terms of, you know, if you didn't know what the company was or, or what the details of the story were, or, um, you know, it could just, you could be writing it in a way that maybe does include some of those sort of like inflated statements or kind of boastful, um, points. Um, and if, and it's kind of like, well, but like, they'll know I don't mean this or that. Like if there's anything where you're like, oh, they would know that I meant this. Assume they wouldn't know that. (laughs) Assume they have no idea about anything and they're going to take 100% of what you say at face value. And again, I feel like this kind of sounds like common sense, but it is worth thinking about. It is worth just being conscious about while you're doing this because I mean, you'd be surprised how many times it is not common sense. Like how many, how easy it is to kind of get caught up in that and be like, oh, they'll know what I mean. Or I'm sure they have a sense of this or that, you know, kind of thing and and what it would be like. And they'll know this is what I mean. No, they won't. (laughs) So make sure that someone who's never heard of you before gets a clear picture of you from what you've said. And, and what I, and again, what I mean by that, a clear picture, like a clear and honest description of what it is you're talking about, not that there could be a way that they could take it another way or that it gives the impression of a different kind of whatever, different angle, a different kind of business, whatever that is. Um, make sure they get a really clear picture of what your company really is and what you're really trying to say. And just keep that in mind as your guiding principle, I think. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think those are the main things to keep in mind. Like, it's just not worth it. Again, I think it's usually not necessarily on purpose to to be like not necessarily honest, uh, dishonest. Um, and and I mean, and I didn't mean to make this even like sound negative. I really just was like wanted to talk about why honesty is the best policy, why being honest is so important, but I feel like I kind of ended up talking about all of these in kind of a negative sort of way, um, about like how, like, don't be dishonest. So I didn't necessarily mean that to be the focus. (laughs) I should have written this out and read it back as if, uh, I had no idea what I was talking about, but I didn't really do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, so I guess I just will touch on quickly, like not to sound repetitive, but being honest is is so important because that really is going to help people trust you. So like all the things I said in kind of a negative way obviously work the opposite way too in terms of being really open and honest makes people trust you, understand you, want to be a part of what you're doing because it resonates with people, all of those things. But I mean, I think you already all know that. Like I think everybody knows why being honest is good. So I guess that's probably kind of why I ended up going kind of the the other route of, of what you can fall into if you're not being as honest as possible. Um, but yeah, and I mean, I think everybody, you know, everybody's sick of the term like authenticity and hearing about why it's important to be so like authentic and truthful about what, what you're going through and things like that. So I don't need to touch on that again right now. Um, but yeah, it's really all those things. Like if you're being really honest about your business and what you're doing, it's just gonna be that much more impressive. And people are going to connect with it 
and people are going to want to be a part of what you're doing. They're going to want to be a part of it and be near you and with you on that journey. And I just think that in itself is, is so valuable that honestly, like that should make you, you know, that should be enough to make you not want to fall into the other direction. Um, even if not for all the other reasons, like you don't want to ruin your credibility. Like you just don't as a business owner, I think like anyone would probably agree with that wholeheartedly upon first, you know, first hearing me say that it's like, of course, like my credibility is one of the most important things I have when it comes to being a business owner. It's what's going to make people want to work with you, join your team, like work for you. I mean, partner with you in other ways, be a client, write stories about you. Um, all of those things that you actually need for being successful in business for actually growing and thriving kind of rest on being a credible person and being an honest company. So I think that's why it's so important. I think that, you know, just be careful with the way you word things, the way you write things, be really honest without, you know, trying to go over the top. Um, and that will come, that will come back to itself. And, and, you know, maybe this is another episode, but I think that if you find yourself like trying to put together pitches and you're like, Hmm, I really don't know if somebody reading this pitch would think that I'm the one who has to be, you know, like what I said at the beginning, like you're, we're always thinking about like why the writer wants to include you, why they would want to do the story. Why would they want to have you be the person that they're focusing on for the story or, or the company or the business? And if you're having trouble answering those questions, the answer is not to inflate it or to, you know, make something up, of course. But the answer is actually, actually think carefully about that and try to figure that out. If you don't feel like you're doing anything extra special or better than what other people are doing in your industry or your your type of business, I mean, that's something you should really be sitting with for a bit and try to figure out. And maybe you need to figure out some ways to be doing something more interesting. Um, it's not more interesting. That's bad choice of words. Um, but you know, be doing something that sets you apart and it's not like a bad thing. That's not, I don't think that's dishonest to try to create a reason to set yourself apart. You know, as long as you're actually doing the thing that you say you're going to do, that's different or, you know, actually embodying whatever that is. Like I'm not, again, you don't want to say you're doing something if you're not doing it, but if you're really going to do it, I don't think it's, um, a bad thing to do that. Even if it's solely so that you have a reason for people to want to write about you or to include you in stuff, that's fine. As long as you actually do it. Um, and don't just say you're doing something interesting. So think about that. I probably should do another episode on that now that I say that, because I think that is something that people run into a lot. They're like, well, I'm just a regular person doing a regular thing. Like, but I still want to get media attention as part of my marketing strategy to get myself out there. Right. But, and most people, I mean, I find that most people that I talk to do have something, there is something that sets them apart or they are, you know, just being that expert in your field can be the thing. Um, but just think about that, figure that out. Maybe I'll do another episode on like what to do if you don't feel like you have something that sets you apart. Um, because if you, but if you have that, then everything else should fall into place. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. 
Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.